This is Prayer Room Companion, episode 96, recorded May 16th, 2012. Practicing or intentional? Welcome to Prayer Room Companion. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And as I warned you last week, Father Dickinson can't be here. And so instead, we have, for the penultimate time... Big word, Kevin. Penultimate? Penultimate time, the dynamic duo, (laughs) pow, wham. (laughs) At least he's not going to say tritium. (laughs) (laughs) We need to do a blooper. (laughs) Kevin's outtakes of Kevin's time of prayer home companion. Kevin and Renee are here uh, with us, uh, filling in. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. So, uh, Kevin is... The grass is always greener on the other side, so... <laughs> oh, we're making an announcement. Kevin is... Well, of course. But you, so you're firing me, too. I'm not... I, <laughs> well, no, no, that's true. You're right. You're right. This is not necessarily the penultimate episode. Yeah, so. well, I said... So, yeah. Because Kevin Kevin has offered to call in. Yeah. So. Well, and to explain, I said, I've taken a new job with a consulting firm. Well, what else would they have thought? Well, but you, you kind of haven't said anything. You just said it was a penultimate. <laughs> like, uh, like well, he's dead. <laughs> I mean, that's... Yeah, yeah, I, I guess... Oh, oh, I'm dead I'm, to you. I'm, is that I'm what you're sad. saying? <laughs> is that what you're saying? Oh, people. I just feel Catholic. sorry for you. Father Dickinson, I, I talked least last week about Jansenism and how within Irish Catholicism, there's a bit of a Jansenist streak. Which is translated to you, with you as in somebody says something and you're like, oh, it make me feel guilty, why don't you? <laughs> so quit that. Well, that's an Irish Jensen accent you had going there. <laughs> is that your best Irish accent? I'm not trying. <laughs> so, hi. Hi. What we're going to talk about today, over to Renee. <laughs> because this, uh, no, no, in all seriousness, um, Renee did have the an idea a couple weeks ago. So she's thought long and hard about <laughs> Today's topic. No pressure, Renee. She had an that. idea a week ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago. <laughs> Two weeks ago. One idea. Oh, I didn't say that. That's why are you being me? Now do you I... see why we're glad he's leaving? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Kevin, uh, Renee. Yes. What was your, uh, what, what are we talking about today? Uh, we are talking about what it means to have a relationship with God. And 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 uh, what we're going to what uh, let's flesh that out. Never mind. Okay. I'm going to stop um, beginning and stopping sentences, giving sentence fragments. What do you mean by that? Well, as a convert, I spent a lot of time as well, actually I've been Catholic longer than I was a Protestant. But anyway, um, Protestants talk about having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Right. You don't often hear Catholics say that. Right. But that's what Catholics should be striving for. So how do you get there? So we should try to be Protestants? No. How is we? How can we as Catholics have a relationship? You know, with that's God? interesting. I I don't think Catholic. Just as a that's a my life, observation. Yeah, just as my a observation. lifelong Catholic, you know, cradle Catholic is. I think there's never been um, a time that I haven't had an intimate relationship with Jesus Christ. In a sense, from my first communion, that it's always been to me that it's, it's there. I've had that intimate or that relationship with Jesus Christ because I've received his body and blood. And I think that's part of when I was, you know, that second grader age and receiving communion 
that <coughs> knew that that was Jesus Christ. That this whole that whole Protestant mentality is kind of like foreign to me because I've never not been connected. But in a did you did you think of it that way? Oh yeah, really. As a, that Jesus Christ was your best friend. That Jesus Christ was intimately involved. That I was consuming Jesus Christ. Yes. And, they, and, and then it was and within me. Oh, yeah, I uh, always had that. A relationship with him. Or oh, a relationship. Yes. That that way in particular. Yeah, no, I mean, I, that's like talking about how does my son have a relationship with his girlfriend? Or, you know, at what point? I think there's a growing, of, a growing in that. But you often hear a Protestant say, um, do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever heard a Catholic say, I have a, I mean, it's, it's it's just different vernacular, different right. way. They are, and I, and I think this actually. I'm, I'm I'm glad that you brought up your experience, Kevin, because I think for many Catholics, we do respond like, well, that, that's a for many. It's a foreign question. Right. I, I don't understand the question because we will often we, say, well, we. I'm Catholic. No, I receive <laughs> no, no I'm holy consu- communion. I receive holy communion. Exactly. Receive holy I'm consumed. But we don't. You, you, but even. When we, when we, as you're doing now, articulating that, spelling that out, we still don't speak about that in the context of growing in relationship with him. The, the, as you said, you have a relationship, but the way we articulate our faith, mm-hmm. we don't articulate it in, in, in the language of having a personal relationship or just having a relationship with Jesus Christ, even though that is what's happening. But I think it actually goes a little bit farther. And I know Mass is important and, and consuming the Eucharist is, is, I mean, that's a sacrament, and I get that. But I think... I hope so. It's, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> or we're in trouble. Um, we have to find two new calls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I would not go too far. <laughs> but I, but I'm, I wonder... Um, is it enough just to go to Mass on Sunday and take communion? Is that, is that enough of a relationship Boy, with did, Jesus? Is, see, and that's where I, I, I'm just trying to, in my mind, I'm trying to go through this, okay, my relationship, do I have a personal relationship with Christ? You know, um, To me, it is such an intimate experience to know to, that when, you know, I just remember when I received Christ, you know, in, in, the, in the Eucharist and as a child, I just remember that being such an amazing thing that this is the body and blood of Christ, that it, it kind of overwhelmed me. And so that relationship was always like mom or dad or even beyond that because there was that community, there was the prayer. It was, it was all connected that... You know, and there was the emotional side of it. So I, I, I really, I think, I think it's, I think most Catholics don't respond to that language because of that embrace. Of, of, for most Catholics, that, of that embrace of actually the first communion or the receiving the Eucharist and and understanding, even if they understand it at the second grade level or the adult level, I, you know, I think at a second grade level they, they automatically assume that they're connected to Christ. Now, do they live it out? Do they carry out that relationship? I think that's a whole nother. And does it grow? And I does mean, it grow? With, I mean, that's, with any when we relationship, talk about relationship, it has to grow. It has to grow. And you know, 
I can honestly say I've always had a relationship with Christ. So I've never, when that, when that was first brought to me, have you have a personal, it was in, I was a uh, sophomore in college when I was asked if I had a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And I looked at her and said, of course. And, and then she told me that I was going to go to hell because I was Catholic. <laughs> so I, you know, and, and that changed my direction too. I mean, I, I'm going, how, how, how can you say that? And, you know, so, and um, but I've, I've never, I've always thought of that, those questions as more antagonism. Uh, that there's 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 a lack of understanding of the intimacy that that Catholics have with well, but, the body and blood of Christ. But just just going merely going forward and receiving Holy Communion does not automatically mean that you have that in, intimate relationship. But there's still going to be grace in that. Sure, that, but, that, but that grace is not magic, though. But no, it's not magic. But at the same time, I think there's I think as as a I think there's the uh, there's the the acceptance of the child at the, at, a, at the Eucharistic time. I think there is a time that we, that there's a innocence of accepting mm-hmm. what has been given to us. Now, do we fall away from that acceptance? You know, I, I, I just know that as a child, I openly accepted what I was receiving right. in faith. And I believe most children do. Yeah, I agree. Do that. At some point in time, they progress to the point of looking at it as magic or looking at it as not a relationship. But I think people who've journeyed to the faith never question it as a relationship uh, as much as Catholic, as, as, um, as, an, as a, a, a desire to grow deeper within the understanding of what they received. Um, oh, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to grab words for this, but I'm, I'm falling short, <laughs> believe it or and not. I, and I think... <laughs> You know, stop with the. Sorry, we're gonna miss you, Kevin. Um, I think from my perception and and what I see, um, and and this is being very judgmental on my part, and I probably need to go to confession. I probably need to go to confession. (laughs) But it just um. When you when you take when you go to mass, and you receive the Eucharist, um, you can you can visually see who really believes what they really believe is true, and those who do not. And and I guess my thought is how do we get as Catholics how do we um, get from being a practicing Catholic to being an intentional Catholic. Um, That's a good way to put it. How you know? How do you? It, it's it's not an a relationship. God wants a full relationship with us. He wants us to depend to depend on Him totally and completely. Um, how do we get there? How do we do? And going to mass on Sunday, frankly, in all the graces that you receive, it's not enough. Yeah, make me feel over to you, Kevin. Yeah, uh, over to me. Throw the hot ball over here, and I'll. T- 
You made you just if, made me feel guilty because Chris Bergwall just gave me a bad time for not going to mass daily mass. I did not today. give you a bad time. <laughs> so, I didn't go with him today either. So. I invited <laughs> you again. <laughs> so, when was the last time you invited? It's it's been a while. It's been a while. Uh, yeah. It's, and again, if you feel guilty about that, Kevin, that's it's my on own your, guilt. That's yeah. right. <laughs> Irish but now I don't know if I'm an intentional Catholic or a practicing Catholic, and I don't know which is worse <laughs> or which is better. <laughs> I mean, so, well, I say, and the, the whole term practicing Catholic makes me think of uh, this isn't dress rehearsal. What are you practicing? I mean, what are you practicing for? This is it. Be, a, be an intentional Catholic. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Now, uh, I, uh, uh, quick parenthetical remark. You think of a, of a practicing doctor or a practicing attorney. They're not dress rehearsing. In that context, practicing means you're doing it, not right. No, and I I agree, but it's just it's one of those it's one of those phrases that we flip out mm-hmm. a lot and without yeah. thinking about okay. and and I think a little bit deeper than that okay. one. It, sorry. I'm still caught on parenthetical. parenthetical. I'm closing parenthetical. the parentheses. Forget about it, Kevin. <laughs> just go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead with what? Well, <laughs> intentional versus practicing. Oh, no, I, I, I see where I, I see where Renee's coming from on on people really engaging into the as you'll will say relationship with Christ, um, and and maybe that's yeah maybe that's. Um, how do how do we get to that intimate journey and, and, and get people to uh, em, embrace what they're receiving? Um, I uh, I still believe though, it's just like me going to mass with my little child or when I had a little children and not really getting much out of it, just going through the motions. But I really even think going through the motions, uh, the grace still is still about that they, that that journey that that intimate connection can be reconnected quickly. And but so if, I think there I, still is a relationship that has happened because of that that first initial love. And I and I totally agree with that because I had so small I. children and I've wrestled done my fair mm-hmm. share of wrestling with I do. with kids in church. So you you walk really out of there thinking I, I didn't get anything out of that. Um, he has. <laughs> but I th- has but it. I think we are called to more. I think we are I, and I completely agree with that. And what does that look uh, yeah. like then? Right. So, so I mean, what you just, everything you just said, we both completely agree with. Um, it's two we, against one. We desire. <laughs> How did this oh, happen? Oh, oh, <laughs> only, only because you refused to agree with us. Just because I refused to have a personal relationship with Jesus. <laughs> so. You two will be assimilated. Um, <laughs> The Borg. Oh, no. <laughs> That's crazy. You'll be one with the church. Um, that, yeah, I had a t- new title for the podcast once, but Bill shot it down. Speed of Star Trek. Anyway, um, you, 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 what you were just saying, though, you're going through the motions, but you still, you weren't satisfied with that. You're like, okay, right now I'm not able to pay attention, but I do want more. So what does the more look like then? I mean, if, 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 if things went well, what would it entail? What would that look like? Not just on Sundays, but the rest of the week as well. 
And then I think that gets back to what does it mean to be an intentional Catholic right. or an intentional disciple? In yeah, just, I mean, you know, I think in through everything, like, you know, I haven't been in spiritual direction for like two years now, and, and uh, um, which is sad because I would love to be getting back into spiritual direction. But I just remember my spiritual director saying to me, he says, where did you see God? Mm-hmm. You know, where is God at today? And, uh, and I always used to, you know, use that phrase that is that uh, I used to think of God as the old man. Mm-hmm. I saw mm-hmm. God as Jesus Christ who loved me. I saw Jesus Christ in the rocks, you know, the, the, new, the new age kind of thing. Like Jesus Christ was everywhere. And, you know, coming to the understanding that I've been swallowed by God and that I'm totally consumed with God is a relationship that I long for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been there and I've fallen mm-hmm. out of there. Mm-hmm. And I really believe that everyone, when they... I firmly believe that when we embrace God, in uh, even as little children, or where, as in through the Eucharist, that we are, we desire to be consumed by God as we consume God, and I believe that is the ultimate relationship. Can we verbalize it, or do we verbalize it? Do we stay connected to it? No, we don't always stay connected to it. Do we follow? Yes, we follow. But we've had that experience. It's just like that first love experience you you want to repeat. And I believe there's a there's a nudge on the soul. It's like the hound from heaven, that poem. You know, it's always dogging you that you want to search it out. And I think that is the journey that most Catholics are on when they've had that intimate relationship. And I believe most as youth have that intimate relationship and fall out of it. Just as much as I've fallen away from spiritual direction and I haven't fallen away from it. And I don't think it's limited to just youth. I mean, um, I I, I think, and, and, and I think it is a journey, but what are the important, you know, I think the point is what are the steps on that journey that we should be taking? How do we become intentional Catholics? Well, I guess I react I react to the personal relationship with Jesus as I reacted to that evangelic telling me I'm going to hell. And, you know, I, I really always, always had a problem with somebody telling me that I'm not having a personal relationship and they're defining what that relationship is. And you should, but... but, but the, it, <laughs> <laughs> you stop with the guilt thing. She, if we just ask... I was, I was kidding there. Don't get the guilt <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> Hi, you're ticking me off I right know, now, buddy. <laughs> Get the Irish going to say now. <laughs> To say that we don't talk about, use the language of relationship, does not, that's not an implicit judgment that we don't. It's just, I mean, just because we don't speak about it that way doesn't mean, Renee bringing up the question does not at all, is not her implying that you don't have one. No, I'm saying that that, that I react to that language, though. And but, but just the, the relationship, like, but why? Because I don't think we've ever not had a. Re- I, I, I uh, as a cat, I don't. You and your life have. No, I know that there have been times when I've gone to mass. Oh, I. And I'm even. And I'm I know. Just there. And I know. And I know. In my marriage of 25 years, there's been times I've laid down on the bed with a woman I'm married to and don't have much of a relationship with her either. But I still have a relationship with her. I, I don't think you can separate it. I don't. I entered into that communion with my wife, 
And that is my relationship. I've re- re- entered into a deeper communion with my God, and I cannot separate that. So even if that... I, if even if I walk away and scream, I don't want anything sure. to do with you. God is still calling right. me and showering me, and that relationship is always there. But what is our, what is our responsibility in that relationship? We know that from baptism forward, we are gods. We know that. But do we have a personal responsibility back to him on developing that relationship or maintaining that relationship? Yes. So what do we do? I think that, I mean, it's, it, it's very interesting to me that really we're, we're focusing a lot on this, what I thought would be. So, but because you talk a lot about, you're talking about what we want more, did it, but what does that mean? Okay, so what does that mean? Practice, participate, engage, pray, in in engage in the faith, engage in the practice of the sacraments, engage in into uh, the uh, the call of discipleship, uh, engage into the works of mercy. You know, that's, all of that. That's pretty. Okay. But so, just humor me here. Give me specific, more concrete examples of all those things that you're that you've been that, that I've done in my life. Uh, not necessarily. Um, mission work to the poor. And I spent a year in Mexico working with the poor. Give, having an intimate understanding of why people are in the situation they are. Mm-hmm. Understand that in there in the name of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ to help in the ministry. Um, to, to raise my children in understanding that when they are receiving the Eucharist, they're receiving God. And this is, this is just the beginning of the journey. Um, uh, teaching them to pray or taking the time for them to see me pray. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pray the rosary or openly uh, espouse it, or to tell my son the one time. The one time, he said that, um, Dad, I went to church on Wednesday. Why do I have to go today on Sunday? <laughs> because he wanted to be stay at the county fair. And I remember stopping the pickup in the middle of the parking lot at the state fairgrounds and said, you know, the county fairgrounds. And I said to him, I said, you know, you can be so arrogant that you can put yourself in front of your mom and dad. You can be so full of yourself that you put yourself in front of your brothers and sisters. I said, but it is ultimate arrogance when you put yourself in front of God. Our faith only requires us for one day, one hour, a week, and you will go. Are you that arrogant? And he looked at me and he shook his head, no. And he said, I'm sorry. I said, let's go to Mass. And then we went to Mass. He's never questioned it again. Because it's a part of, he says, I understand that I have to offer this. This is, a, this is a gift, and that's what I've ta- ta- we've talked about. So this is a gift that's been given to us. And, and it is a personal relationship. But I find it at times that it's not I've fallen away from that relationship or anything like that. It's a, t- it's a journey just as much as my marriage is and just as a, it's, it's But marriages can fall apart. Yes, they can. But they don't have to. So what do it's, you it's do to keep the marriage together? together? And, you, and you just gave a and bunch I just of gave a whole bunch of things right. why I keep yeah. my relationship right. with Christ together. And I can right. do the same for marriages. Right. But it, and it's like, it, it, does, it does mean letting go of my own self-desires, my, letting go of my own arrogance, or letting go of my own, you know, like I told my son. He says, it's your stubbornness and arrogance that's getting in the way of your relationship with God. I still God. think, by the way, there's a, there's a question worth answering there, though. Which one? Because he did go to Mass this week. He, he gave God time this week. Yeah, but it's not his obligation, his Sunday obligation. 
but, but why is Sunday different then? I think to me that's the well, and that, no, but everything you just said are concrete examples uh, to, to me. Well, and the other thing that I think that is important is that, especially for those that have small children, where you're wrestling in church and you're struggling to um, find time for, you know, to bathe and brush your teeth and comb your hair some days, let alone how do you, how do you fit in time um, for a relationship with God. And, I, and not everybody can do a mission trip to Mexico, um, but there are other things that you can do to, to build that relationship. Like what? Like what? Um, one, one of the things that I used to do when I was a kid, when my, my children were smaller, is um, I would pray when I was brushing my teeth. Or I would um, pray a prayer of blessing to the child as I was changing a diaper. Or, um, mm-hmm. you know, it, 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 I, couldn't, I didn't have a half hour of prayer time or an hour of prayer time. All I had was a little snippets. Mm-hmm. So I used those little snippets to just kind of stay in contact with God mm-hmm. all day long. And, you know, what we've challenged our children over the years is by doing, by doing simple things, by blessing them. Blessing them in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And see, even still, my 22-year-old's home, when she's taken off, I bless her before she leaves, and she blesses me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's part of saying goodbye, and it's part of going to bed when we were, they were children. But as they grow older, you don't do it as much, but we do it on big occasions. If they're taking off somewhere, and we, we want them to know that I love you, and I bless you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And they bless because you're asleep when they get home as they get older. Well, they're working now. You, know, there's, <laughs> and, you think and then, you're asleep, but there's, Chris. Uh, you're really not. <laughs> really? Oh, no, I found that I sleep through them. <laughs> but, you know, there's, there's those opportunities that you, you're able to present them. Uh, a, a touch, an understanding of how important God is in their lives and in our lives. And I also think, and I, I've told them many times before, many times before, and I, I have to continue to tell them, I says, at the end of the day, and you're laying down in your bed, three Hail Marys and Our Father, and then ask yourself the question, where did I see God today? And where did I see God today? If we can... If we can get them thinking about that, that's the journey of this relationship with Jesus. Absolutely, and, and it and it's it's to me it's fundamental in refocusing your day, refocusing your life mm-hmm. back on Christ, mm-hmm. and and keep God in the center of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I think and both of you talked about. I mean, a relationship involves conversation. And being together, which is what prayer is, right. and one way or another, you know, brushing your teeth, blessing your kids, um, make in terms of your personal responsibility, making an effort every day in some way, as you said, to touch base with God and, you know, just spend some time with Him. Even I, I think sometimes we can. Um, okay, speaking for myself, I, I know that there have been times when I've got caught up with me having to say things, but I'm learning slowly that just being with him and listening you know as but and you, you talked about kevin um let's think about where he said god today it's related to that maybe a little bit different but related at least um thinking about the things that that god has given to you every today gratitude for mm-hmm. the gifts that he's you know mm-hmm. and, and right and as in stewardship as in stewardship is i was just talking to a father last week and we were talking about our children i said you know i have four of the greatest gifts from god the gifts that I've been given from God are my children mm-hmm. that have been given. Uh, they're given to me 
they're not mine, and that's the habit I always say to my kids. They're my kids. It's They're God's kids, and God has given me the responsibility to raise them. And I don't do so good at times. My Irish does, my Jansenism comes out, and I probably are doing some terrible things. <laughs> so, but whatever, I, I understand I have to continue to remind myself they are gifts and my gift from mm-hmm. God, and I have to thank God for that. Right. And I have to show that respect and that, and that uh, in this journey. And I think that as we, as we grow, we grow in a greater understanding of gratitude mm-hmm. of that. And especially, you know, uh, I find it great that it was not too long ago my sitting in the garage, I was working on some woodworking, and my daughter calls me, and she says, Dad, you're my rock, you know. I need to talk to you. And at the end of the conversation, I said, you know, us parents, we're just trying to guide you and trying to lead you the right direction. But you, God gave you your own minds, and you guys are going to go your own directions, but we'll try to help you out. She goes, well, you're doing a great job, Dad. So you get those moments that you can go, okay, I can hang my hat on that. My daughter is faithful. She's growing, and I'm doing what God has asked me to do, is to raise them as solid young people and good Christian people, Catholic Christian people. And that's our job. And I, and I really think it's, it's not unless you show them that prayer, show them those, those tools to stay connected, to be able to understand where God was today. Mm-hmm. But you have to live as an, and as an intentional Catholic. Mm-hmm. For that to happen. For that to happen. And you also have to be an example. You don't have to, they don't have to be your children, but you have to at least lead by example to your community. Mm-hmm. And and that's more challenging for me because mm-hmm. I have an opinion on how my community should operate and how it should look like and what it should be doing and 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 I have to participate in that mm-hmm. and I have to be present to that. Right. So your church community and your your civic community. I mean, we're going to be called even more of that as as we approach the the uh, uh, religious rights issues and things mm-hmm. like that within our faith. That we're going to be challenged to live our Catholic faith as examples right. in our faith. Yep. So, but we do it in small ways with our children, and mm-hmm. we do it in small ways as being as you as our terms because of our relationship with Jesus Christ, which is you know, which is there and always there. <laughs> <laughs> and some days are better than others. <laughs> Good. You're firing me anyway, so I, I just lay we're, it all out there. We're done. You're done. You're I'm dead done. to me. <laughs> I'm dead. You're dead to me. Uh, well, what did I do? <laughs> we are done for today, this week of Prayer Room Companion. Thank you so much, Renee, Kevin, for being here today. I'm going to a Saturday Night Live commercial right here. <laughs> Skit right here. We'll be back next Thank week, Father Dickinson, and in two weeks, this dynamic duo will return for Kevin's ultimate episode, <laughs> unless we Somehow. I'll call in somehow. Okay. I just, my a, new job will be able to work around this. By the way, everybody, I'm getting, I have a new job and I'm leaving the Just to reiterate again, he's not dying. Yeah. I'm not weeks. dying or anything like that. So. <laughs> That's it this, for this week in Prayer Room Companion. God bless.